to if we surround ourselves with positive and nurturing feelings in and out of the kitchen and just surround ourselves in our life, we will feel better. And at the end of the day, that's what we want. Even when I was in my most unhealthy mind and with regards to my body image and my relationship with food, when I surrounded myself in a nurturing environment, food-wise and relationship-wise, I thrived, even in those lows. Facts do not have opinions. Just don't let perfection be the enemy of the good. Self-love is really about self-respect and acceptance. Welcome to The Whole View. I'm Stacey Toth of Real Everything, and I'm here each week to dive deeper into how we can find happiness and health inside and out through self-love, body positivity, and discovering new ways to be our best selves. Before we get started... A reminder, this podcast is for general education purposes and is not intended to diagnose, advise, or treat any physical or mental illness, and we always recommend that you consult a licensed service provider. That said, today's guest is a licensed provider, though not providing you direct advice, but having a conversation with Cassie of Fed and Fit. Hi, Cassie. Hi, Stacy. Thank you for having me. Welcome back to the show. It's been a minute. It has. It has. <laughs> it has. It, well, it's so funny because I we talk all the time. I, I didn't even think about the fact, though, that it has been so long that I've, I've talked with your listeners. Yes. So for those of you that haven't heard these shows, you guested back on the podcast in 2019. But even before that... We did a review of your cookbook, your first cookbook in 2016, and the that was before you were like <laughs> super New York Times bestseller, famous for Cook Once, Eat All Week. But even before that, this took me a minute to go back in the blog and find our original connection was when you guest posted the most amazing grain-free gingerbread house recipe ever, including like gummy candies and all these kinds of things back in 2013. And I specifically remember having conversations with you via email and you were apologizing for how many photos there were. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was 10 years ago. It's essentially, we're, it's our 10-year anniversary. <laughs> so. I'm so tickled. I can't believe it's been 10 years. Isn't and I've been I remember, Stacy, you giving me that opportunity to write a recipe for your website. And I was like, I'm going to bring it. Yeah, like, you brought it. <laughs> like, I want to do right by Stacy, and we're going to make this an epic gingerbread house. Well, I appreciate it. It's a recipe I still like, too. And our friendship has just blossomed ever since. So maybe you could tell our listeners, what have you been up to since... Not just 2019, but for those who might not be familiar with you and your work, more about yourself in general. Yeah, I would love to. So I, gosh, what keeps me the mo the busiest is this fed and fit work. And then I'm also, you know, the three little girls at home, little ones at, between the ages of six months and four years. And it is, it's live action. Let me tell you, <laughs> it's a lot going on. But fed and fit is, has blossomed from this personal blog, I always had the dream of turning it into this, an online what is editorial, you know, essentially a safe 
spot, you know, as a soft landing in the wellness world, because there's so much, I know I'm preaching to the choir here, but there's so much information out there and so many shoulds. And I always had this dream of creating a online space by way of recipes and wellness articles and healthy homes that was really inviting. And and that's possible because of this wonderful team I get to work with. So we're here in San Antonio, Texas. I get to work with six incredible women. And we we get to, it's like our dream job. We get to write incredible recipes and research really neat, healthy living things and try to share information so that our super smart readers can make up their own mind. I think you've done an excellent job of that. I have seen also your evolution in the 10 years that we've been friends, mutually. Let me just be really clear. But I think, you know, I talk a lot on the show about how important and good that is that we are working to be our best selves. And if we are truly working on that, that means that we're going to see change. And it doesn't mean that, you know, we were wrong or lying before or now. It means that we're in a constant state of learning. As I know, you value research and education, all that kind of stuff. Just yesterday in Instagram stories, you were geeking out about the science of skin. And I was here for it. I was like, yes, facial oils. And then I also have noticed that, you know, part of your evolution is also in diversity of ingredients in the recipes that you create and ensuring that there's diversity inclusion in your team and all of that kind of stuff. So I'm wondering if maybe, like, how has your idea of Fed and Fit evolved over the years? Because originally, as you said, you you had this vision, but I've seen that vision grow and mature and evolve. What did, what did that look like for you? You know, there, it's really interesting. I, 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 when I first started Fed and Fit, I, what I wanted to do, I'm, I laugh when I think about this every time, as we do when we look back. We're like, oh, silly 10 year old, 10 years younger me. But we didn't know. We didn't know what I didn't know. But I had this vision of I was going to write all these articles and I was going to keep myself totally out of it. And I didn't want, I actually didn't want to be centered in the story, me personally, and what I do with my life and who I am. And what I learned pretty quickly is that in order for any, in order to gain trust, right, with folks to, to even know that they could li- read my words and trust me to even buy groceries, spend their very good money on recipes that I've developed. They really have to know me and trust me. And what I've learned over the years is I always had this temptation to depersonalize it, depersonalize my business. It's like this constant boomerang yo-yo that I feel like I go through this wave of, of depersonalize, write more content. And every time I do that, it's less meaningful. It doesn't connect with our readers. We don't experience that same joy that we get from helping people. And so what I've learned in building this team and this evolution of Fed and Fit is that the more personal I make this business, the more meaningful it is. And so inviting in more team members, I'm staring at this huge poster picture actually in front of this desk in our closet, our prop closet right now. And it's a picture of my team. It feels so fitting. We just haven't hung it up yet, but it's like I'm looking at life-size photos of these women I get to work with. And it's by, what I've learned is that by bringing their stories and who they are into the business is what makes Fed and Fit at this new generation so much more meaningful. And so it's so interesting. You think that if you scale your business, you have to sacrifice on how personalized it is. And I have found the opposite. I love that. I love the idea too, that 
you can help more people achieve wellness when you have the lived experiences of more people, right? Like when we think about it that way, it makes so much more sense because as much as I am so here for you, dog, girls, Mm -hmm. I'm also here for like when Brandy had her baby on Mm -hmm. a sling and was cooking. And every time she showed up in stories, I was like, yay. And so it's (laughs) that connection I think is built because I could see myself in her. I was a mom who, you know, attachment parented my child in a sling. And so it was, it was a connection that we made. And I'm sure that other readers identify with other members of your team in different sort of ways. And you have their lived experience to then, you know, I personally don't have experience with every sort of wellness issue, fortunately for me. I have many, but but not all of them, right? And so, but also including people here in interviews and different kinds of things to be able to get different voices, you're able to do that within your own business and share to reach a broader audience, which is, which is awesome. I just have to gush a little bit because I distinctly remember like so many moments where, first of all, you you have come in and out of this expansion of yourself. And it, it also has a lot to do with like the fact that you've been on three maternity leaves in a very short amount of time. So you have a team covering for you, which is awesome. But, you know, I remember so much about how you set yourself apart from as as a certified holistic nutritionist as you are, I see you in a light of really wanting to make that next step forward in terms of diversity, in terms of inclusion for your audience, but also for your team. And I think in doing so really opened my eyes to also wanting to be a better person. And I know I'm not the only one. And I'm going to give a couple of examples Because I think it's important for people to see how, as you state, like being open and being vulnerable from a broader perspective has allowed your business to grow and connect. And I think that really resonates within our personal lives, right? Like we're, I know for me personally, I'm so much more restrained in terms of (laughs) the connections that I make and the human relationships because... I don't want to be hurt or I don't want to be made fun of or I don't want to be judged and all this stuff. And I think you're an excellent example of wanting to kind of put myself out there because it helps me be a better person and that helps me help others. So a couple of examples. That is so nice, Stacey. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. I said I was going to gush. I mean, I, (laughs) for our listeners, like I said, Cassie and I have been friends for a long time, but I... I think there's a mutual respect, yes, but I really look up to you in so many ways, and here's just a few reasons why. So after the birth of your first child, so this is before Cook Once, Eat All Week, I remember that you were openly talking about your body changes in your body image and that not making it a priority or a concern to lose weight quickly or to go back to your pre-baby body. I'm using quotations when I say that Mm -hmm. and really emphasizing how important it was to nourish and care for a newborn. And you said, you said your oldest is six now. Is that what I heard you say? Four. Sorry. Four. Four. Okay. So that's, that's essentially four years ago. That's way before the popularization of, you know, 
right now I think anti-diet I heard someone recently say in my real life it was funny to hear them say it that anti-diet is the new fad diet right now and (laughs) I was like oh wow (laughs) like that's a perspective I hope that it's not but okay but I think there is definitely like a movement and a push right now especially with you know people gaining weight in the pandemic and all this stuff to like let go of the idea of diet being good for you right and instead making lifestyle and behavioral choices in your own best interest so it was well before that time and I was in my own world talking about fat phobia and all that kind of stuff but I was I felt like I was on an island in this wellness world talking about that for quite a long time and Mm. I it resonated so deeply with me that you we're openly talking about that and encouraging women, like, just focus on what your body needs to focus on right now, which is nourishing a child and replenishing itself of nutrients and, you know, not the next thing. And anyway, I want to point that out. Step number one. Do you want to talk about each of these as I move forward or do you just want me to get them out because you're uncomfortable? I know for me, I, if I was hearing these, I'd be so uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm, flattered. I'm, I'm honored. I remember that stage. And you know, it's so funny what memory does to you. And as the, the years layer on, when I think back on that stage of my life, I remember it through the lens of today. And I remember it as, you know, well, of course that's a conversation I would have had because to your point, like everyone is pretty much talking about it now, but you're right. It wasn't, nobody really was talking about it. And I remember feeling convicted to share something like that because it, I felt like that voice wasn't out there at the time, not in, not in the capacity that I had personally consumed. So that's very, very validating, Stacy. Excellent. Well, it goes hand in hand, which with the next thing, which is that I've since noticed since that time, not just recently, but since that time that you never talk about weight. You only talk about healthy habits like self-care, sleep, and one of the things that you do that is inspiring is planning a way to get exercise in that you enjoy because you have a very busy life and planning is helpful for you. And you've never once said like, oh, I need to work out or I should work out or all these kinds of things. It's like, I feel good when I do this and I have to plan in order for it to happen. So here's how I'm enabling myself to be successful with that. So inspiring. I love that you focus on those things. And I, I hope that more people can start to see that that is the important element for health. Mm hmm. Absolutely. And it's, it's part of that is that battery of if I'm doing something for the sake of doing it for a reason outside of my own well-being, you know, a true well-being, like truly nurturing myself and my soul. It, if I do it for any reason other than that, I will quickly feel it. I will quickly feel the battery go down. I'll feel depleted. I'll feel just kind of this inauthentic pursuit. I don't, I don't know how to describe it very well right now. And I love that. It's again, also very validating that I do, I try really hard to just encourage folks. There's a way to move your body and take care of yourself. If, if you, if you're in a season to be able to do that, right, there's a way to do that where it fills your cup and it's extra in a good way added into your life. That's really great. Thank you, Stacey. Okay. You don't have to keep thanking me because I'm going to keep gushing. So (laughs) I'm going to start writing them down and I'm going to mail them to you. (laughs) 
cool. I love snail mail. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. So all of that was before you shared a stage on a panel with Tess Holiday, who is Woo-woo. one of my body positive <laughs> heroes. And again, this was well before the popularization of health at every size and anti-diet, whatever, whatever category we're going to put that in. Right. And I remember, cause we were friends at that point. What was that like three or four years ago? Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because we were we were legitimate friends at that point, not just like acquaintances. And I remember reaching out to you and being like, "Oh my gosh, you you were with Tess Holiday. What was that like? Tell me more." And I think you said something to me like, "Oh, Stacy, you need to connect with her because." she's so amazing or something. And I was like, yeah, in my dreams, I'm connecting with Tess Holiday. So what what was that like? And I love that you, again, the reason I'm gushing is because you shared in your fed and fit feed, right? Like this idea of being well-fed and fit that you were doing a professional thing with Tess Holiday. And that in and of itself felt like a risk to me. And I I loved seeing you do that. And also the fact that you're like, whoop, whoop, she's great. I'm like, <laughs> just that's, that's huge to me, you know? Yeah. She's amazing. She really is. Well, you see, I mean, I, I spent just a little bit of time with her and I also was kind of starstruck. <laughs> I remember by the end of the day, working up the courage to ask her for, if I could take a photo with her. And she could not have been more kind and more lovely. And she's one of the most beautiful people I've ever met in real life. And I just, if you follow her online, I feel like what you see is what you get. And it was an honor, such an honor to share a stage and a panel with her. And there were, I think, four other people from various different industries. And I was, it was a pinch me moment that I was like, wow, I can't believe I'm up here with these incredible people. She was wonderful. And it's so interesting you say that it, it looked like a risk because I think when I shared it, I never even thought of it as a risk or anything. I just was excited to, I don't know, this, this incredible woman in this space and the life she's lived and the confidence and the story she tells, I just greatly admire her. I think that the idea that it wasn't a risk for you is also something to kind of admire and be inspired by and also brings in kind of my last point, which is that you have unabashedly taken a stance on supporting your community and in some cases taking heat for that. So this idea of taking risk because it's the right thing to do for you and incorporating that into your business is something that I know I've been inspired by and is something I strive to do as well. And so, you know, for example, publicly addressing how your small business was updating DEI policies in the wake of 2021 social justice and even more recently with openness in Uvalde, which is a town close to you. And I I just I wanted to bring all these out because I think it really tells the story of someone who is in a space of learning and growing to be their best person while also putting this both inside and out at the forefront. And I that is what I'm all about here, as you know. <laughs> so. No, we're 
birds of a feather. It's interesting. And I know that you and I are, we've talked, I think, a lot about this. And I, so y'all know, Stacy is one of my dearest friends and also a very trusted mentor in moments where I'm confused or can't see the forest through the trees. And what I have found is in this current social media you know, viewing, essentially we get to see people's lives or we think we see people's lives and we think we see their businesses through what they post on social media. And it's just so interesting to engage in that area when you have as much commitment. If I say I'm going to do something, I really do it, you know, and I really see it through to the best of my ability and capabilities and what I what I am aware of in the moment. And it's tricky to, you know, not dip into the virtue signaling and to make sure that everything that we're doing is true and real and significant. It's it's an honor to be able to do this work and to also grow up alongside it. I've grown up along this business. I started Fed and Fit when I was, gosh, I mean, I was in my early 20s. I remember joking with somebody who said, they were like, oh, I'm going to get a copy of your first book, Fed and Fit. And I was like, just so you know, <laughs> I, wrote I was like, I wrote that before I was married, before I had children. Don't hold that against her. Like, <laughs> like, it was a different day. It was a purely paleo book. And I think I still had a lot of this mindset and wellness woven into a lot of the philosophies in that book. But the recipes didn't actually line up with the the foundation of the mentality that I wanted to incorporate with from which we've, you know, we've blossomed today. So can you talk a little bit about that and that, that blossoming? Because I do think that a lot of our listeners are also on that journey and mm-hmm. are, what I find is you're kind of in this crux of, but I know that's quote unquote best for me. But I also know that like the stress and the actual dieting isn't good for me. And that is an equation that doesn't quite add up for a lot of people. So Mm -hmm. maybe you could speak a little bit to how you've incorporated that both personally, but also what you see working well for the audience that you've grown and helping them to achieve health without so much restriction and negativity and, and the things that looking back, we both look back on our past kind of like with a little bit of a, a, a holding our hand in front of our face. Like there's not all of that that I feel really great about, but you know, what, what did that look like for you and how can listeners maybe incorporate some of that themselves? So what comes to mind and when you ask that question is an example that I think thought of, I used to think of a lot when I was in college, I and I was in a really a not great headspace. I had a pretty rampant eating disorder through college and was just really, really focused on what I could do to change my body, right? And this was in, I graduated from college in 2008. So this is in 2004 to 2008 was that time frame. And I remember always feeling tired, always feeling stressed out, always feeling not good enough. And just really picking on myself and, and essentially going through all the diets that I could eating across campus. I went to Texas A&M university and I remember eating at the various restaurants, trying to find on their menu, the, the lowest fat possible thing I could find. And then I would go and spend two hours on the elliptical at the rec center. And it's no wonder I felt like doo-doo. And anyways, 
I remember though, but I would come home and I would visit my family and I would visit my mom. Who's a great cook. She taught me how to cook and I would eat all the things my mom made. And I would surround myself with these people who just loved me, you know, who just poured great things into me, my mom and my dad. And I had two younger sisters who were teenagers. And so maybe that wasn't the most <laughs> uplifting relationship at the time. We're great friends now, but those can be challenging. But my parents were just the most, and they are the most nurturing people on earth and physically and also emotionally. And I remember leaving long weekends or weeks with my family coming home feeling better. I would sleep better when I got back to school. I wouldn't be falling asleep in class. I would have a better, bigger pep in my step and I would just feel better about myself overall. And I wasn't looking in the mirror like I was before. And, and I was eating foods at home that my mom made that did not abide by whatever program I was following at the time. And I think that that's kind of how I view this evolution of fed and fit in terms of food and wellness. And what I want people to take away is to if we surround ourselves with positive and nurturing feelings in and out of the kitchen and just surround ourselves in our life, we will feel better. And at the end of the day, that's what we want. Even when I was in my most unhealthy mind and with regards to my body image and my relationship with food, when I surrounded myself in a nurturing environment, food-wise and relationship-wise, I thrived even in those lows. And so that's what I try to do with Fed and Fit is be inclusive of dietary considerations. If you can't eat wheat gluten, like I cannot, then we've got a place for you. If you can't do dairy, we've got a place for you. And I have a heart for the people who are cooking multiple meals because of multiple dietary restrictions at night. And I want to provide for those folks a solution so that they don't feel quite so overwhelmed. But I think that that's the key. If we take away the overwhelm and we stop looking at what we're eating and we start looking at where we are, who we are surrounding ourselves with, that's where true wellness possibilities exist. All right, friends, June is coming to a close, but you can still use code CLEANFORALL30 for 30% off Beauty Counter all summer long. Choose Stacey Toth at checkout for a special thank you. I love to follow up and make sure that you are happy. In fact, if you ever have any skincare questions, just email me for a free consult, stacy at realeverything.com. I'd love to help you switch to Safer for Less. You'll also help Beauty Counter's mission to get safer products into the hands of everyone through health protective laws. You'll support my woman-owned small business, and you'll get yourself 30% off with code CLEANFORALL30. They are the leaders in clean for a reason. There is no standard in personal care regulations, regardless of what a label says. But Beauty Counter tests every single product batch against 23 different human health and environmental endpoints to ensure performance and safety. No contaminants, carcinogens, or unsafe heavy metals. No benzene and sunscreen, no PFAS and makeup, only nourishing skin superfoods to help you love the skin that you're in. And they're a certified B Corp, ensuring transparency for doing good by people and the planet. I know change is hard, and switching to safer can be expensive. Let me take the fear out and help you. Choose me, Stacy Toth, that's no E, T-O-T-H, at checkout to use code CLEANFORALL30 when using an email that's never purchased before for 30% off your order. With their 60-day no-questions-asked return policy, what have you got to lose? Shop beautycounter.com slash Stacey Toth, just like any other website. Or email me, stacy at realeverything.com, and I'll help you out. Mm -hmm.
This podcast is sponsored by Just Thrive. I take this probiotic every day. It is the one probiotic I've ever tried where I can actually tell a difference in my digestion, my cravings, and my skin. I recommend it to all of my skincare clients too because your gut health impacts literally everything, including your well-being and mood. Your gut houses up to 80% of your immune system. A healthy gut is truly the gateway to feeling your best. Unfortunately, our bodies are being attacked every single day and wreaking havoc on our gut health from stress to toxins. Even just one day of exposure to things that don't agree with us can really set it spiraling. Thankfully, with Just Thrive Probiotic, it's easier to give your gut what it needs to thrive. Get that? That was a little pun there. Scientifically backed, Just Thrive's breakthrough award-winning probiotic is the only probiotic in the market that's proven to turn your gut into an antioxidant factory. In one trial, supplementing with Just Thrive probiotic reduced leaky gut and inflammation, meaning you get maximum immune digestive and total body health support. Plus, it's vegan-friendly, gluten-free, dairy-free, histamine-free, and non-GMO. If you're looking for the best in gut health and immune support, choose the clinically proven, award-winning power of Just Thrive Probiotic. Honestly and sincerely, this is the only probiotic I can feel making a difference when I take it, and I wouldn't recommend it if I didn't love it myself. To try it, get 15% off when you go to justthrivehealth.com and use code THEWHOLEVIEW. That includes bundles and subscriptions, so definitely double up on your savings at justthrivehealth.com slash discount slash THEWHOLEVIEW with code THEWHOLEVIEW. just letting that sit for a minute because I really appreciate your vulnerability and sharing that, but is so powerful. The idea that you felt yourself feel better from being nourished both emotionally and physically and how that impacted your overall wellness being a, not so much a metaphor, but something that you could extrapolate into your approach to wellness today through your business. So what is next for you? You mentioned that we partner and brainstorm a lot. You, you call me a mentor. I call you someone who inspires me. But let's just say we're, we're peers and we brainstorm a lot. And I know we both want to do right by the women that we're lucky to work with in our beauty counter businesses. But you also have this huge business with Fed and Fit. You hit your goal. I know it was a goal for you to Mm -hmm. be a New York Times bestselling author with Cook Once Dinner Fix, your most recent book. Both of your Cook Once books, if our listeners don't have them, are genius and so helpful to saving time in the kitchen. And I don't say this lightly. I don't I don't promote a lot of recipe books because I love food and I love flavor. And in times, cookbooks don't have enough of that for me to want to really get behind. But I love your recipes. And I will say also because you have actually cooked for me, I love your food. Like you love flavor. And I I just want to really emphasize this because I think it's important for the listeners to kind of appreciate that when we're eating, 
how powerful and wonderful it is to really enjoy the food that you're eating, for it to have flavor, for that nourishment to be more than just the nutrients in because it adds so much other value in your life. Kind of, you know, the example you gave of your mom cooking for you, I think is really powerful that we can have those experiences ourselves on a random Wednesday night when we make a quick recipe, but we make sure that the flavors are balanced and wonderful. And it it can be this lovely experience and not this like rushed thing that we don't really enjoy, but we feel we have to do anyway. And that to me is the genius of your cook once books. And I, I'm not just saying this cause it's, it's not like an infomercial for your books. You didn't ask me to say this. We didn't bring it up at all, but I personally really used those books for a long time. And I have since kind of figured out the techniques and also there was a pandemic and I just kind of gave up cooking for a while. I loved your pantry series because I was living that life. But I, I highly, highly recommend if listeners are struggling with getting real meals on the table during busy periods of their life to lean on those books because flavor is fantastic in them. And most like quick recipe books that I've tried do not have that because you need time in most cases to really like build in flavor to food to say and you found a way to do that so kudos to you all of that to say and I know that you're itching to respond to that but I'm not gonna let you all of that to say so you've got all of that under your belt New York Times bestselling author what is on your plate next and yes that was an intentional pun because I know you'd appreciate it (laughs) You know I do. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was writing categories for our new website, and you know I was I had, I was like the copywriting team here at Benefit is never going to invite me to do these again because you better pull up the, <laughs> the dork. The dork was out in full force. <laughs> oh yeah, she was. The number of egg puns you are going to find on that egg category page are just really. I'm not yoking. They're very excellent. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh gosh. Okay. What is next? Oh goodness. You know, I love this question. I love to think about it. We are working really hard on video. It's kind of tricky not to talk too much shop detail, but it's so interesting. I would have thought Stacy, that going from this, a very visual brand, right? We take a lot of really incredible photos and we, and we bring that to life. And on social media, I cook for people live. And then I was like, it seems like a natural transition to, to, to do video kind of YouTube cooking style videos. And we've learned a lot. We've been doing it for about nine months now over on the YouTube page. And I know you said what's coming next. And it's really just rethinking that and figuring out how we can do it better and better. And I'm really excited for it. Our next strategy isn't going to launch until December because I, our team, this team of women that I get to work with, it's so funny. We all just keep having babies. And so it forces us in a really cool way to get very ahead on our content calendar. So we're filming December content (laughs) in June, but in December, y'all just buckle up because it's going to get really exciting over on YouTube. We're going to bring our, we do these weekly free meal plans for our readers in our newsletter. Every week we send out a week worth of meals and a consolidated shopping list for folks if if it'll help them. And it's got five dinners, a lunch, a breakfast, and a dessert. And we do this shopping list and they're wildly successful. And it kind of was a light bulb moment where we thought, 
what should we do on YouTube? And I thought, oh my gosh, folks love these these meal plans. What if we bring the meal plans to life? And so that's what I'm going to start doing is every month we're going to focus on showing folks how to prep for the week, make these super flavorful to your point, very easy, approachable, budget friendly is going to be a super focus and these, these weeks to life and to show folks how to, how we can give ourselves our future selves a gift by getting ahead a little bit. So that's on the docket, maybe some more fun stuff with video maybe at some point in the future and in a different capacity and then just loving on my team, loving on my team, nurturing them through their various parental leaves as they all have babies and just kind of seeing where, what our readers want and need from us next. I'm excited for that video series because one of my favorite things that you and your team do is show executing the cook once process and how you save the protein usually right and set it aside sometimes also you can reuse vegetables and different sort of things but then kind of setting that aside and saying now we're going to completely flip what we're doing with this we're going to change the flavors and it's it's essentially for listeners that don't know this concept of cook once that you created is reusing leftovers, but in a very creative sort of way so that you don't identify them as leftovers. So you're kind of batch cooking partially of the meal, and then you finish it off that day so that it's maybe 10, 15 minutes. But that's how you're able to incorporate flavor and all that kind of stuff. And so I love seeing how you and the team do it in real life, because I think sometimes we have this expectation that we need to have a big cook day, right? We need to have a meal prep meal prep day where we we shop for things and then we spend all day cooking and preparing and partitioning food and then we eat the same thing all week. That has been kind of the concept of you know preparation and cooking ahead for a really long time and seeing how, you know, moms with busy lives with all of these things going on can incorporate letting their kids into the kitchen, first of all, is is almost always included with Fed and Fit, which I love. It's it's a philosophy that I believe very strongly in that, you know, our family did, both from the perspective of being present with your children, but also in empowering them. And as the mother of teens, I know you're gonna be excited when I say it pays itself forward because now my teenagers make dinner, right? Like they are constantly confident in the kitchen and can cook. The other day, Cole made steaks on the grill and roasted mushrooms for Father's Day. And he made the meal for Matt. And it was awesome. And so I just, you know, seeing little ones in the kitchen, it's really powerful because I know that kids are more likely to eat what you're cooking that way and all this stuff. And so being able to see that meal prep doesn't have to be this isolating thing that takes all day and that then you're stuck with the same food. And instead it can become a powerful, positive part of your life. If your children are involved and you're cooking food that tastes good and doesn't taste the exact same the next day and all that kind of stuff. So I, I love the idea that then you're turning this into a series where you're showing people in a, a little more formal way other than just kind of, you know, in Instagram stories and the different places that you're currently doing it. Because I, th- I think that it's really powerful and important to reconnect people with food being a positive experience. I think just overall for a few generations, food has been something that we 
no longer enjoy as much. Do you, do you feel that way too? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like we just saw food as enemy number one for so long. Yes. And it was, maybe it was the, the fat, right? For like, go way back. It was fat was really bad. And then it was meat is really bad. And then it was the carbs and it's like sugar and whatever it is, we've just keep zeroing in on a subcategory of food being the enemy. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we can pull that up from the root and just figure out a way to nourish ourselves and enjoy ourselves, we're going to find what we're actually looking for. Okay. So you've got this video series coming definitely by December, but hopefully we'll start to see some, some fun stuff in the meantime. And you've already got a ton of YouTube content up right now. So people can, they've got a long time to catch up. What else is, is next? What can we expect and look forward to? Well, the biggest, the biggest project, and it feels like we're launching a, it feels like the Titanic's about to take off. (laughs) Oh gosh. (laughs) Be careful out there. I feel like I've got a little bottle of champagne that I'm going to smash on this boat. And then if you zoom out, you're like, wow, that's a really big boat. It is. We are relaunching the website, which may not sound that exciting, but it is very exciting. It's coming very soon. And with many egg puns. It with so many egg puns, exactly. And some of the fun tools on the website. So it's we rebranded Fed and Fit. It really felt like we were stepping into this entirely new generation of Fed and Fit as a company being representative of a large group of people of many voices and backgrounds and experiences. And that was deserving of a new look, you know, that everybody can really own our team and our community of readers. And so we have this new branding coming soon. We have this totally new top to bottom, read it everything website, and we've redone all of the navigation. But the part I'm really, really the most excited about is we've created the technology so that our readers can save recipes to a recipe box for free. You can create an account for free, save recipes, and also from your recipe box, you can click the recipes that you want and it'll auto-generate a shopping list for you. So if you are planning, let's say, Stacey, you're plan- or your boys maybe are planning you a fun dinner that they want to I celebrate. I love that you know you. that I don't cook. Oh, gosh, I'm so excited for that, that stage to happen one day. But what if you're like, gosh, you know that dark chocolate cake with the peanut butter buttercream? That's actually what we're making and photographing yes, today. That dark chocolate cake with the peanut butter buttercream, that's what I want. And I want this quiche and I want those potatoes and that mocktail, which we're also photographing today. They can go on and they can click all of those, put them in the recipe box and create a shopping list that rack and stacks everything for them automatically. So I'm so excited about that. And it is, it's going to be live in about, gosh, really soon. So by the time you hear this, it might be live. Go pull up fedandfit.com. Love it. I think that'll be really helpful for people, especially in terms of saving time. Like it's just for me personally, I love to meal plan via Pinterest and being able to like pin recipes, come back and create your shopping list that way is a super helpful tool. So I'm looking forward to it and to forwarding it to my, (laughs) to the family. If you want to know what we really thought and to continue this fun conversation, which I know will devolve into who knows what over on Patreon, you can join us at patreon.com slash the whole view. 
It is also the best place to ask questions. And if you loved the show that we create and produce ourselves, the Patreon is a great way to support us. But also leaving a review and hitting the follow and subscribe button is also a fantastic way in whatever podcast app you're using. And that way others can find us too. Cassie, I cannot thank you enough for joining and making time out of your busy schedule as you work on finalizing the Titanic, hopefully actually making it unsinkable and all the things that you have on your plate. Can you tell our listeners where they can find you? I know it's fed and fit handles on all social media and website, right? But anything else I forgot? No, that's it. Thank you so much, Stacey. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.